0: Happy Tuesday to everybody. Um, The market is a little bit down today, as you can tell. Uh, So, you know, we're going to try to, you know, we're going to try to get through it. Um, You know, they say what goes up must come down. Um, It looks as if, I just wanted to kind of point out, um, Zoom uh, Communications, uh, the symbol ZM, took an absolute swan dive today. Going, it's just moved down tremendously. I kind of want to show you the slide on this one. I hope you weren't in it. And if I and if you were in it, I sincerely hope that you had a stop loss in there. This is why it's so important when it when you come into earnings. If you're not up 10%, it's a good idea to possibly sell the position, wait for it to come through earnings, and then possibly buy it back because you know you d- these are unpredictable. Zoom's earnings were fabulous, but guess what? They didn't have enough um that their growth wasn't enough. Can you believe that? I mean, you know, it, it's just incredible. But I just want to kind of get into the slides here. Basically, as I said, Zoom uh, is down sharply today. Uh, DocuSign is awful, also off uh, as well. It's, uh, you know, it's always, you know, it's always something, I guess. Um, just wanted to kind of show you where the Qs were. The QQQ. It's down just slightly. The QQQ is the ETF one of the world's largest ETFs that covers the NASDAQ 100. And of course, this is where all the growth, good growth stocks live in the NASDAQ 100. They they basically have, you know, it's, it's basically the growth stocks. Um, and, uh, you know, this is where Apple is. This is where uh, NVIDIA is. This is where a lot of great stocks are in this one. It's down slightly today. Not a lot, 0.11% uh, volumes down. You know, this is sort of the summer doldrums. Remember, we are basically basically a week out from Labor Day. And traditionally, a lot of people take this week off. So it is not as, um, it's not as big a, a deal in terms of, um, you know, it just, it's it's not as big a deal in terms of the, uh, of the trading year. So it, it, you know, as we come in, you know, when people start getting back from Labor Day, that's probably when Uh, You know, we'll see the volumes pick up. Typically, that's the way it works. The last three months of the year, October, November, December, typically are the best months uh, in the training year. But uh, the (laughs) but August and September, early September can be challenging. So keep your stop losses tight. And also probably, you know, it's probably best not to be fully invested right now. Um, I've definitely pulled back. I'm kind of rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic as well. Um, the spider is down as well. Um, but it is still in an upper trend. So everything is still an upper trend. It's just that, uh, things are being, things are kind of pulling back today. Kind of want to show you, um, you know, the, uh, um, kind of, this is the, the high, low ratio. What this is, this is a proprietary indicator, and it kind of shows you, You know what's happening in the market. You know, are we making a rebound? So we might have. This is kind of inverse. So this is sort of a top, and it looks like it may be coming back. So you might want to, you know, at least for right now, it looks as if um, we have a fair amount of, you know, uh, relative to highs, we, you know, we have we have a fair amount. We've had a pretty even high-low ratio. Now as we as this moves back up. We're going to move to where there's more lows and highs, and that's typically that's 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 the normal state of things. So we do I, I do see a little bit of change in the market. Um, just don't know uh, if if that will be the that will be the case for everything. Wanted to show you kind of what happened with Zoom. Zoom is currently trading for two ninety fifty five. It was way up here. It was at three thirty five. It basically took a swan dive. Down 56.95. Can you believe that? 90 16.39%. 16, 16. Uh, really nothing wrong with the stock. They just their guidance uh was that they are gonna be their 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 growth is gonna be slowing. So that kind of says something, at least in the software sector, we're gonna see some weakness. Definitely seeing it with Zoom communication and also with um with DocuSign. So, um, you know, I was going to go into a, a DocuSign position, so I'm glad I didn't do that. I am glad I didn't do that. Now, here is a stock that seems to be moving in the opposite direction, and this is in the software space, but it seems to, you know, it seems to have bottomed and it's moving higher. I did add a position. I was selling my Airbnb today, and I did add a position in Palantir. It is up today, believe it or not. It's one of my few stocks that is up today. Here's currently what I'm holding, and as you can see, Apple's down—not so much. It's a, it's a, it's over that key 150 level, so I'm pretty confident in Apple. It's just pulling back a little bit. Apple is just kind of moving slowly, but it's still, I think, really a, a class act. Berkshire Hathaway, a, a traditional defensive stock, it's up today. I do own it. Um, I did pair my pare my position in Macy's a little bit. I sold part of half a position. in one of the the portfolios that I have in Macy's. I've done very well with Macy's, but I'm starting to pare back now on this as well. Mattson is down a little bit, but but this is is continuing to do well. NVIDIA down about a percent. Nothing really serious here. As long as it's above 220, I'm pretty happy. Um, ST Micro, uh, this one is kind of flat. It's showing it's down here. Earlier today, it was up. Uh, MCHP, this is coming into a split. It's down a little bit, but it's still holding its own. Again, Palantir, this is one that they have that is one of the bucking the trend. This is why I went into this one, because whenever they buck the trend like this and go up, then I'm interested in them. Uh, um, Robert Half down a little bit. Uh, Goldman Sachs down just slightly. Not a lot. Uh, Trex um, down. I did. This is one I bought yesterday. Adcor. It's an industrial company. It's moving in the opposite direction, just slightly. PerkinElmer's down four dollars, which uh, I wish I wasn't a little down that much, and also Square is off a little bit as well. So that kind of kind of gives you an idea of sort of where I'm at in terms of my holdings uh, out there right now. So that's kind of the you know that's that's kind of the uh, where I've been. So let's get into some of the slides. Right, let's get into the questions and uh, let me pull up my charts here. So in there. There we go. I'm just pulling it up right now. There we go. Okay. So let's, I'm just going to show the first chart. Of course, I want to show you is, um, is Zoom communication, ZM. So we can kind of analyze that, see kind of what, kind of what was going on there with Zoom and, uh, you know, why it is a issue. Okay. So I'm going to go over and share the screen here for Zoom. Okay, so this is Zoom, and we were going along here. This is the reversal line here. This is the reason why, when you're buying, you want to make sure that you buy as it moves above a reversal line. You see, this didn't make it. It, it. It tried, but it didn't quite make it above that reversal line. Then we went into earnings. Even though the earnings were up 48%, which is tremendous, the stock still went down, and it still went down hard. So uh, this is one of the reasons why it's really prudent uh, if you're in a situation, um, you know, if, if if you're in a situation where you're going into earnings, if you're not up uh, at least um, really, really at least uh, about um, 10%, you kind of want to consider selling. Uh, and then, and then, and then ho- they're not, they're not holding through earnings, but this kind of gives you a, a look at, uh, at, at zoom, what happened today, they came into earnings. And then this is the gap down, as you can see, just put the temporary line on it there. There we go. It gapped down all the way. That's a lot of gap down. As you can see, that's a, that's a lot of gap down, capped all the way down to there, even though it did have that superior earnings. So. You know, some people are really selling it off. And as you can see, that's a, that's a definite sell signal there with this spike. So probably not a good time to be barking hunting for Zoom communication. It doesn't, doesn't look like it is uh, holding up as well as we would have liked to have seen it. So, so that's that. So without further ado, let's get to some of the questions and talk. Thanks, Tanesh. Apps gapped up. Yes, it did absolutely. After the closing in the S and P Mid Cap 400, I'm in at uh, 50. Take take profits or wait for more institutional support. Very good question. You know, this is a great thing that Dinesh brings up here, and that is um, if you uh, if you do go in when they come into the the S and P, that can be a very good time. I mean, that 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 can absolutely be a very very good time this this there there is was a gap up very strong here this is the this is the bar here you're in at fifty that's a very that you must have come in right before you know right before these earnings so you you definitely did this you definitely bought this correctly uh, much better than i did i was i was waiting for it to move above the reversal line there but you definitely did here's what i would do is change direction i would hold this one i really would let's see if you can get up to Sixty-six ninety-five on that. If you can in the next few things, I think you should definitely hold this. Uh, that's a very, very nice, uh, very nice um, uh, move there. Fifty-six on the on the um, on on the checklist, which is it's okay. Uh, I'd like to see it a little stronger. Where it's kind of failed where where it's getting better is you'll see that relative strength line at forty-eight. But what's key is this little blue line here. You can see that moving upwards. So that's a very good sign. So. Congratulations, Dinesh. That is a very, very good. Um, you know, that's that's a that's a very good. Uh, um, that's a, that's, a, that's a that's very, very good. Um, all right. A message from Kate. Thank you very much. Any thoughts or predictions for September in general? Well, typically September is weaker. That it's a it's one of the weaker, at least as it starts out, as people getting back from school. So you got to be a little bit more careful, Kate, in September. Traditionally, the August, especially mid-August to mid-September, this is one of the weakest periods of the year. Then after the kids get back from school, a lot of times, then it will pick up. So this is is traditionally kind of a slow period. So you want to be a little bit careful uh, in this period making new buys. You want to buy probably... Um, as you know, uh, before they reach the buy zone, it's a little bit more difficult to buy. So I would just be a little bit more careful during this period of time for the next few weeks. Let's see what happens in terms of uh, the market and see if it see if it starts turning up in September. Usually it does, uh, but towards the end of September, typically the best three months in the market are October, November, December. That's been true for the last about 50 years. Now it doesn't always work out that way but that has a lot to do with it. So thank you very much for that question. That's a very insightful question. Let's see. I'm going to take a question from TikTok. Thank you very much from uh, why Palantir. Thank you very much. Let's go back to the chart on Palantir. And I can say, why, why would I, why would I buy Palantir today? That's a very, that's a very, very valid question. And I want to show you the chart on Palantir. And I'm going to zoom in a little bit uh, as well. So hopefully we'll get, little bit more zoom action oh no that's not the right one okay there we go we're zooming in a little bit on the charts you know and uh there we go hopefully we can see it let's see if i can move it the right direction oh goodness all right so i am trying to move it over there we go okay so here we are with the chart with palantir as you can see the reason i bought palantir today is because there's a cup with handle formation. The buy point on this, so I'm right below the buy point, is 25.96. I bought a, a half position initially for 24.92, and then I added uh, today, basically at um, right below 26. So the reason I'm buying is because it's moved past the reversal line. That's this line here and then it's pulled above the 200 day line and it's a- pulled above the um the cup with handle formation buy point. So that's why I bought today. Relative strength is 89. It's starting to improve. This this has been, you know, this was an IPO. Uh it's very heavily subscribed, but you know, it it hasn't been buyable really until it 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 until it started to make this reverse of over the reversal line. So that's the reason I bought it. It's reversed higher now. Will it will it hold this reversal? Who knows? It may not. But the checklist is starting finally to get good. At Seventy-eight. This is my minimum is sixty-eight. So this is so. It is definitely. It, it's it's only missing in two areas. It's fifteen percent off of its all-time high. Remember, it pulled back a lot, and also the relative strength. That means uh, is, is 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 less than eighty or better. Now, if we had a relative strength of eighty. Then it would be, um, it would be in the top twenty percent. But it is improving. Uh, that's that's one area that it is that it is improving in. As you can see, initially when it came out, it ran way up here to forty five, and then it pulled back. And this is what they call a basing period. And look at how long look at how long it took to base from January all the way to August. Wow, that's eight months. So a long, long time, a long, long time. That's really kind of what you have to do. You've got to got to let the stock get get ready, and that's what they call the base trade, and from basically July, the beginning of July here, until today, we've had this cup with handle formation, and the cup with handle formation, if it's bought correctly, can be one of the better formations to buy off of, so that's the reason I bought it, and I, that's the reason I did add to the position today, so I appreciate that, that's a good question from TikTok, so thank you very much. Uh, also, another question from Dinesh, uh, let's look at Amer- uh, uh, Academy Sports and Outdoors, ASO. This is a good stock and it's in a good area. It's been doing very well. It is currently in a buy zone. So you definitely can buy this one. And I'm going to kind of zoom in on the chart there a little bit. There we go. So the, the buy point on this one is 42.75. It's moved above that. Now, this is not as good a formation as the one that we saw right a uh, few minutes ago here on with Palantir. This is a cup without handle. There's a little bit more danger in buying these formations. Why? Because they come up to the buy point, 4255 and they collapse. You will, you typically want to see a, see a handle. Now, you can buy this one because it has moved above the buy point and it's been able to hold that. As long as you can hold in the what they call the buy zone, that's the buy point plus five percent, and you can hold it for a day. Then that's a potentially safer place to buy it. But you can definitely, um, you could definitely add it here. Now, here's a caveat on this. I probably wouldn't do this, and the reason I wouldn't do this is because earnings are in nine days. Now, as we saw with, um, as, as we saw with um, Zoom, everything can be going right. Uh, and everything can be lining up, but if you're not ten percent up on a stock before earnings, I would consider selling it. That doesn't mean you can't buy it here, but if you buy it here, you probably should sell it or put a stop loss in to make sure that you don't that you don't get whacked on this Now, what sometimes happens is even with good earnings, they will pull back. so you got to be extremely careful. I probably would not be a buyer of a s o into earnings, but I would definitely watch this one because this one could potentially explode out of earnings. So the probably the time to buy it is earnings plus one day. That's probably your best place to buy it. So uh, that's that. That can be very, very good. All right, we have a question on Tesla and on Neo. So everyone kind of likes those two. I am a little bit skittish right now with some of the Chinese stocks. To be honest with you. Just because of the just because of the potential risk from political risk, as you know, as you know, I I don't know if you have heard the, this story, but apparently in China they're going to restrict the video game playing for people now, for children uh, to like I think it's one hour a week or something. It's crazy, uh, but the it seems as if. The restrictions on many things are starting to creep back in, so this is a little bit concerning to me. And and even though be, even beyond the fundamentals, I think we've got to be careful. Now with NEO, I just wouldn't be a buyer of NEO based on this chart. I've drawn the reversal line in here, but as you can see, it's tre- it's trending below. It's trending lower. NEO is trending lower, so we don't really want to buy a, a stock that's trending lower, even though it's up today, one dollar and fifty four cents or about 4%. It's still trend the still the overall trend is down and we're below that 200-day line that's this black line here. So here's the thing, this is an absolutely reverse. You've got the 200 at the top, you've got the 40-day, the 21-day and the 10-day. So this is telling me with these lines that the trend at least for right now is downwards and remember, the trend is your friend, right? They say that all the time and right now we're buying with a negative trend so i would say don't buy at this point i just i just think that you've got to be careful with neo so i would not be a buyer uh i i i, I would not be a buyer on neo i just i at this at this point i just i don't think it's lining up properly um right now so so basically neo is currently in a downtrend. Okay, so we probably don't want to buy that one. Now, with Tesla, I think we I think it's a little bit different story with Tesla because Tesla has moved above the critical um to the the critical 9 um the the the, the critical 930 um uh uh point. So we are finally above this 92990 it, if in after hours it's looking good, I it, it's getting some strength. So we may we may be seeing some strength here in Nia uh, in in Tesla. The question is, and I kind of want to zoom in on it here so we can kind of look to see what the action is with this. Okay, this seven twenty nine ninety here is important, and we've moved above it, so that's very very good. Um, I basically am I was out. The last, time I was in, the last time I was in uh Tesla was the last time I sold out of Tesla was on eight six. I sold out at sixty-nine uh uh six ninety-nine ninety-nine. That's kind of where I sold out. I, I I I I ran it up, but it was weakened, and then it came back down. So we may get we may get some more strength this time. I would not I would I would not uh do a full position on this right now. I just think it's too risky so here's the thing if you want to get in a neo i mean and uh, don't get a neo but it but possibly you can get into tesla uh but i would be very careful i would not go in with a full position maybe a quarter position at this point just because i don't think right now it is as strong as we need it to be but if it can hold over seven thirty, I think then we may have seen this reversal finally move up with Tesla. So uh, that's kind of my that's kind of my point uh, with Tesla and Neo. I think Neo is definite no. Tesla, we could start kind of poking that little toe back into the water to see if we can get in that. So I think that's good as well. Um let's look at t t d and let's see with tDD if I can. Get that. Yeah. So let me see if I can look at TTD. I, I haven't been in TTD since I closed the spread on the 10 to on the 10 to one uh, on, on, on the 10 to one split. I did have I did have a, I did have a um, an options play on this one, but I currently do not have the shares of this one. It has reversed above the reversal line, but it's a weak reversal. So I would be a little bit concerned about this possibly we can it, it 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 may be getting a little bit better but currently we have the relative strength line trending downwards and that's this blue line here this little blue line here you see it's been higher so we don't we want to buy this as this is making a new high so currently the trend on this stock unfortunately even though it has come above the reversal the trend is it's underperforming the S&P 500 right now, which is kind of amazing. It's coming down from its former glory. So here, here's the thing. Even though they did have this tremendous earnings, it still wasn't enough. And look, the low, the volume is fairly low as well. So I think I would be waiting on this one to see if it moves um, a little bit higher. I want to see it move above about no 90 before I would probably be interested in it. So right now with TTD, I think you just got to be a little bit careful. I just think you've got to be a little bit. It's also the market too. You know, the market is, is pulling back a little bit uh, before the uh, you know, before the uh, Labor Day holiday. So we've got to be a little bit more careful in initiating positions here and not going so big kind of just, you know, just kind of keep it a little bit smaller. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, just keep it a little bit smaller question from TikTok, And that is on Newcore N U E. in It's a symbol. And I'm going to pull that up right now. On, By the way, if you're looking on TikTok, super easy to see all the charts and everything. Technically, I cannot I cannot show them the, these on TikTok just based on my my uh, capabilities here in the studio. But I can show them to you on YouTube. Just go to YouTube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. And uh, we, we're, we're live with all the charts. So let's get back into it with um, some of the charts. This is the chart for Nucor, uh here. And uh, let's see if I can take that banner down. There we go. Yeah, so you can see it. This is Nucore. I just want to kind of show you this stock here. Uh, it's definitely the class act in terms of the steel group. This has been a really, really good group. It's currently three out of 197. So definitely still a lot of interest in this group. There's a lot of money that has moved into steel into the seal group and right now it's performing very well currently it's pulled back to the 21 day line possibly you could enter a position here it's a it's it's not that extended but it's a little bit extended but not but just barely you probably could enter a position here now if you already have a position in new core you might want to add another position and now what do i mean by position well in position trading here's how it works let's say for instance you have portfolio that's worth $8,000. That's a good round number. If you divide that by eight, and remember, you always want to divide it by eight, that's going to give you eight full positions of $1,000 each. So when I say one position, what I mean is the amount of stock that would be equal to uh, the amount of shares of a stock equal to um, one full position. In the case of an $8,000 portfolio, that would be $1,000. And currently, since Nucor is selling for about 117.51, actually, it actually is, uh, that would be approximately eight shares. And the reason that you do it that way is if you set your stop loss at 7%, the maximum exposure to your capital, if it is stopped out, is only about 1%, 1% to 2%. So that's what I mean by a position. Uh, And I kind of went through that pretty quickly, but that's what I mean essentially by a position. All right, Uh, let's take a look. Thank you, Tycoon W. Your thoughts on AYTU. Let's look at AYTU. AYTU. Okay. Interesting. Commercial novel. Okay, so this is a this is a biotech. You know, biotechs, I am not a very great uh, when it comes to biotech, I have to I have to say uncle because I am not a very good analyst of biotechs. Now, here's something that I'd be a little bit concerned with with this one in particular. I'm not saying it's not a good one, but it's in a downward trend. So we don't like that. First first off, we don't like the fact that it's in a downward trend. It's moving from essentially just think of a plane that's flying from Seattle to Miami. That's not the way we want to go. We want to go from Los Angeles to Boston. <laughs> we want to go up, we don't want to go down. This is going down. So strike one against uh, at to biopharma also it 's below ten dollars in price we don 't like to see that typically because most uh, funds will only invest in stocks if they're ten dollars or more so that 's a strike against it too. also, we have a relative strength of two now this is the second worst score that you can get. The worst of course is one the best is ninety nine so this is the third strike against it so I would say with this one three strikes you 're out. The checklist is 44 tycoon. I think you may want to move on to some, some greener pastures. I don't think that this one necessarily would be the one you want to do. So let me just, let's take a look at some stock ideas just so that, you know, I'm just not a total negative Nelly because I want to look at about seven stocks here that all are sort of breaking out today. And let's see if we can, let's see if we can do that uh, here. Okay. there we go so i'm going to quickly look through about um i'm i'm going to look through i'm going to look through about seven stocks and hopefully if i can find something well let's kind of zoom in here a little bit i went, zoomed out too much there we go okay so we're going to look at seven stocks right now that may or may not be viable okay so let's take a look this is broadway financial no but it is breaking out Interesting. This is a cheap stock. I want to kind of show you some cheapies. Uh, let's see. This is a Brazilian manufacturer of petrochemicals. This is looking very good actually, by the way. This one may be actionable right here. I want to take a look at that one. I'm going to put a little check mark there. Oops. There we go. Uh, let's D H I. Let's look at this. These are all the these are all the stocks that are breaking out today. Job listing. Well, I'm not as excited about internet content, though it's been doing well. Corepoint uh, Larging. This is a. This is interesting. This is a. Uh, this is a, a REIT. Interesting. A lot of REITs are getting a lot of love because of the bond yields are so low. People are going into them. Gh Research PLC. This is a. This is a. Okay, so this is a biotech. But there is one. There is one that you know we might want to kind of take a gander at. Let's just move up there. And that's this one here. This is the Brazilian company. Yeah. And this one may be sort of actionable. Yeah, absolutely. This one's a chemical company. So it's it's you know, it's pretty far down there, but right now their earnings were up 350%. So I'm not saying this one's a buy, but I'm saying this is one you might want to look at. Look at this relative strength to 98. It's in a buy zone, 2509. It's a Brazilian company. Uh, and it makes uh, petrochemicals. So interesting, interesting, interesting. You know, with the currency, with, with the strength of the dollar, you're going to see a lot of power in some of these Brazilian companies because their currency is very, very competitive against the dollar. And in these basic industries where cost is the key, these should do very, very well. So this is one you might want to look at. Also, I as a, if you were with me yesterday, we did a spread on uh Mikado Libre, which is kind of the Amazon of uh of Central of South America. Let me look at Melly. Um you know, as as there's been weakness in Asia, I've kind of done a I'm I've been sort of doing a pivot not towards not towards uh, not towards Europe, which I, I think is in, in trouble, not towards Africa. But towards South America, and I think there's a lot of Brazilian and Argentinian companies that finally may be coming at home. Primarily Brazilian companies, I have to admit. But you know, this Mercado Libre, this is based in, uh, in in Argentina, but it operates throughout Latin America. It's sort of the, it's off a little bit today. There's a buy point 18.99. This is very expensive stock, but I think this is a very, very good stock. It's 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 got a cup with handle formation, and I just think that you know. Right now, with some of the difficulties in Asia, I think there's going to be a pivot to some of the Latin American uh, countries, Mexico, Argentina. And and there's some very, very good stocks that are in these areas. Um, And Libre, of course, it's based in Argentina, but operates throughout Latin America. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Amazon and uh, it's doing very, very well. So this is one I kind of want to put it on your radar screen. It's kind of expensive, so probably would only do a spread there. Uh, on that. So that's kind of an FYI for everybody. Uh you know to kind of shift a little bit, you know, shift from Asia possibly to some of the South American and possibly Brazilian Brazilian and Argentinian stocks because I do think that they have some real potential. Okay, let's look at AYX AYX. And there we go. Ooh, this is down on I like the area, but I don't like the chart. I, you know, as they say, you buy on fundamentals and technicals and you sell on technicals. But here's the thing. Even though I really like the fact that they're a data analysis company, I really like that industry. Unfortunately, I don't like this chart. This chart does not, is not a good chart. Relative strength of nine, not looking good. We have a downward trend Let's look at the monthly weekly chart to see if there's any redeeming factors. No, we made we we made an all-time high back here in June of last year, which is looking good. Since then, it's been a downward trend. Can't like this one, unfortunately. There is a buy point on a consolidation base at ninety fifty three. Currently, it's at seventy three ninety seven. I think you got think you got to discount this one. So here's the thing with this one. I just wouldn't I wouldn't recommend this one. I don't even think it's a watch list. Um, I just, I, I think you've got to be uh, careful with this one. So I just, I would not be, um, you know, I just, I I just, I, I just, I just wouldn't be a buyer on this one. So, so no buy. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Don't buy. I think that's kind of, you know, we got to be kind of careful on that, but I wouldn't buy this one. Bad chart. Wrong direction. Uh, a lot of things, unfortunately, not not working on this one. So I would not buy this one. I just think you got to be a little bit careful when it comes to that. So AYX, I think you got to, yeah, you, you, it's not going to work. So I wouldn't buy that one. All right. Uh, thoughts on PAVE. Now, this is an infrastructure pay, of course, and this is an ETF, PAVE, kind of cute name, PAVE. All right. So, yeah, it's the U.S. infrastructure, you know. And this is depending on the infrastructure program. Here's a, here's here's my concern about this one. I think that there's better opportunities in the pure plays like Granite Construction GVA than this one. I, you know, with this one, here's the thing. Uh, you know, uh, I think broad base. This might be do, this might be okay. It's it's up. It's moved into a buy zone. It's got an 80 relative strength. But I kind of want to look at some pure plays here instead of pave granite construction gva i want to take a look at them i think well yeah okay granite uh yeah this one's probably set up better i'm looking at the monthly chart here so here's what if you want to get exposure to this area i think it's better to buy the best um single stocks that you can i definitely think that's the case here i want to take a look at the heavy construction area it's still uh, 137 out of 197. And so it's, it's not, this isn't, it it may get, I mean, if the infrastructure bill ever passes, then we might get it. But I want to look at the sort of this area, this, this, um, this construction group just to see sort of if, um, yeah, I mean, if there's anything there. So, so 137, let's move down to there. 137. Let's see if I can, Get that in 137. There we go. Okay, so this is the heavy. Do this is the building and heavy construction. This is the entire. This, this is everything in that particular group. Let's look at the leaders in here. I'm going to look at the stocks. Okay, Jacobs Engineering. No surprise. That's number one. Uh, we've got some of the KBR, Kellogg, Brandon, and Root. Let's look at the top stocks. These are the ones that are going to benefit the most, probably quanta okay yeah okay so road it's interesting let's look at that one so yeah i'm 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 a really of um i'm really of two minds on pave you know i i i think that the because i think that this bill is being uh i i i think that this i, I think that this bill is being overhyped um We'll see. I mean, I mean, I I could be definitely proven wrong, but I think there's just so many other things. I know that it's called the infrastructure bill, but, you know, there's not a lot of infrastructure in it. So it's really the payoff, the teachers union bill. I mean, that's sort of what's going to happen with it. So I don't really expect a lot of actual construction to happen because of the infrastructure bill that that's the thing that they do in Congress they name things that people think that they like and they stuff them with pork and then then they they say oh well we passed an infrastructure bill and it's really not about infrastructure so I'm not too I'm I'm, I'm not too um optimistic really so I would be careful with the infrastructure uh, with an infrastructure play right, right now I could be totally all wet on that but um you know I I have a question. Uh, here's a question from TikTok. Should I invest 25k in Bitcoin? You know what? I, you know, I, even if Bitcoin was the greatest thing in the world, I would be a little bit careful putting all my eggs in one basket. I just don't want to do that. I want, I want to have a little bit of diversification. So even if I was going to do something related to Bitcoin, I wouldn't be putting 100% or 25,000 in. I would. What I would do is I would divide that into eight. Uh, area, so eight positions, uh, and that's going to come out to about uh, ab- about um, um, on a twenty five thousand um, dollar portfolio. You know that's gonna that's gonna end up being um, you know if you divide that by eight, that's you know and that's that's how that's how I would do it. Now, looking at the grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which is the proxy for Bitcoin, it has moved a little bit above the two hundred day line, but it's still pretty weak. So. I just don't think I would probably, I, I, I'm, I, I, the jury's still out on Bitcoin <laughs> if I would put 25,000 in Bitcoin in September, I, I, I probably would not. I, I'll be honest. I probably would not be not. Let's look at DocuSign. Now of course DocuSign was one of the ones that really fell today. So I want to look at that as well. D O C U. This is the symbol for DocuSign. There we go. Okay. Well, you know, look, it's okay. I'm I'm gonna I have a lot of notations here because I've I've haven't been I have been trading this one. So let me kind of just take off the uh that just kind of look to see what the action is. Uh it's up and after hours. Uh it's still got earnings in two days. You know what? I still I don't know. I this is this is a tough one. I wouldn't buy it today. I would definitely wouldn't buy it today. I would be waiter. You know, this one that you probably want to watch this this one. This could break out, but it's not going to break out um you know, here we are. This definitely could break out uh you know, on earnings, but I still think that we have to be super careful with this so I would not be a buyer of this one right now. I would wait a little bit. Let's see if it breaks out. And if it breaks out consistently over about 314, then maybe um it's still in the buy zone right now. You could definitely, if if we weren't so close to earnings, you could definitely buy this one. But I think you've got to be a little bit careful on DocuSign right now. I just I I do. Uh, I want to see. I I I'd like to see it come through earnings before, um, you know, bef- bef- really before um, you do anything on it because uh, it could be a surprise, <laughs> kind of like Zoom was. You don't want to have those Zoom surprises. Okay. Thank you, Christian, very much. Um, let's look at Micron. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I don't know why this is so popular, but I guess it's because they're anticipating, you know, it's with the chip shortage because, um, the, you know, the interesting thing about Micron is that they're next to uh, um, Samsung Industries and high inks. They're probably the biggest manufacturers of, of DRAM in the world. and And, you know, no matter what, the world runs on DRAM. So, but, you know, I just don't like this chart. I, I I, have to admit, I mean, if you look at this chart, you know, here it is. It's just been, you know, this is the reversal line here. It's just been pulling back. It just cannot move above this reversal line. So I'm a little bit concerned here. I don't think, you know, earnings are 28 days. I just probably wouldn't buy this one right now. I know that a lot of hedge funds have it and maybe they know something I don't know. I mean, that absolutely could be the case. It's got a checklist; that's not stop bad, sixty-seven percent. Uh, but for some reason, this just doesn't this just doesn't add up. I mean, it should be much higher than it is. Somebody knows something that I don't know, and I think they're probably smarter than I am. So i i, I would not I would not buy this one based on this chart. I don't I, I don't think it's reversed. Now, if it could reverse, if it could move above this eighty point. If it could move above about there, then I'd be more interested because this is the 200 day line. Now, if it moves above that and it starts to make a move like that, then I might be interested. But I'm only interested if it moves above 80. So right now, Jay, I just don't think it's viable at this point. I, I think it's watchlistable. I think I think we definitely want to watch list this one, but I just don't, I just don't think I just don't think it's viable. So here's what I would do with Micron. I think you gotta watch list this one. Put it on your watch list and, you know, I think it might, you know, it it might, it might work, but right now I wouldn't buy it. I just, I just wouldn't buy it. I want to see it stronger uh, before I do anything on that. All right. Thank you, Brian. Uh, What do you think of coin? Of course uh, you should probably know I was in Coinbase really when it came out, I held it basically as long as it went up and then I sold immediately. It is in a downward trend and it has been for a while. This is the coinbase chart here currently it's trading at 259 and as you can see it's just had this downward trend so I just want to see it move probably to at least this level here basically the 350 level and the reason I just want to see it like there and I'm just kind of trying to draw kind of dotted line across here is because this is going to form a cup basis this is an IPO and typically what happens with IPOs is they come out, they move up like this, and then they cup. And then if the IPO is strong, it'll move above there. But I just don't think that there's enough strength right now. Currently, the trend is down. We have a relative strength of 17. The checklist is also decent at 67. But I definitely think, you know, it's just not time for this one yet. So I, I here's what I would do with this one. I think you got to watch this one carefully but I just don't think it's the right time. This is definitely a watch list stock um, right now. So that's kind of my, uh, that's kind of my take on Coinbase. Great idea. And I think it's an interesting proxy for the, um, the, the Bitcoin market in general. I also, I use the GBTC, but I also look at Coinbase because it is one of the biggest of the uh, exchanges out there. And I, so that's I also look at it for that, but right now I think with Coinbase C O I N I think you just got to be super careful, and I just don't think you can buy it right now. I just I just don't think you can. Hey, thanks, Ricky. Hi, Jim. Your thoughts on GBTC basically trying to get a handle on Bitcoin? Yeah, absolutely, and Ethereum. Um, you know, there's another one I can't remember if it's the GBTC. There's one for Ethereum too, and I and I haven't been tracking that one. I'll be honest with you, uh, Innovator, which is the company that makes that. Uh, basically makes the GBC. And by the way, the GBTC controls about 4% of the world's Bitcoin, which is kind of amazing when you think about it. Um, uh, I think that ET, let me look at G E T H. I think that's, I think that's a valid symbol. This is the Ethereum one. G E T H. I believe it is. Is that right? Nope. (laughs) E T A maybe. I cannot remember. Oh, I- all right. Let's see if I can. G E. Genie. No. Okay. Well, heck, I can't. I, I can't find it. But we can definitely look at the GBTC, and we can definitely we can definitely look at the GBTC here, again. And I think this is important because this is sort of the proxy for uh, Bitcoin. And on the on the good side, <laughs> on the good side, the GBTC has pulled above that 200-day moving average, so I'm excited about that. We have reversed higher. This you can see it's moved through that reversal line, so I'm 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 fairly jazzed about that. Um, we have declining volume. Now, what does that mean? Well, that means that there are fewer people willing to sell, so that is essentially bullish, as we can see. There's fewer people that are selling, so. And it's on the ten-day line, so it looks, as to me at least, based on this chart, that I am neutral to mildly bullish on on Bitcoin. Based on this chart, why? Because it's on the ten-day line, it's above the two hundred-day line, it's reversed, and the volume is moving downwards, indicating that a lot of the weak hands are getting stronger and they don't want to sell. So that's what I'm seeing on. Um, on, on Bitcoin. So it looks as if we may have a situation where, you know, Bitcoin may get stronger. Um, let's take a look. I'm going to go and uh, bring up the, the, uh, just, just a, another chart for, uh, for Bitcoin. Let's see if, we can, if I can bring this up here. Yeah, let's see if I can do this. BTC price. My charts don't include Bitcoin, so I have to move to another chart when I'm doing this. Well, let's see. There we go. Okay. Did I uh, get back? <laughs> All right. Let's see if I can. I uh, like. Uh, okay. Let's let's see if I can get another. Um, uh, an, another thing here. Let's see if I can see that tab. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So, um. In terms of Bitcoin, and I don't know if you can see this. Let's zoom in a little bit on it. Uh, Currently, Bitcoin is uh, basically at 47. Essentially, you know, what happened here was 40,000 seems to be the floor here, uh, but 49 seems to be the ceiling. So right now it looks as if we're in we're sort of in a trading range here from about 40 to about 50. And it looks as if we are at the top of the we're we're at the top of the range. So right now it looks as if it's probably going to fall here, probably for the next week or two. That's that's what I'm seeing on this chart. Um, And until it probably will get some support at uh, at 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 40. So here's the thing: if it breaks through um, 50,000, then we could possibly buy it. But if it doesn't, I think you got to wait until it pulls back to about 40 or 41 to buy it. So that's kind of how I'm looking at Bitcoin right now. Based on, based on the GBTC chart, um, it, you know, based on, based on the, the GBTC uh, you know, that could be um, you know, you know, that, 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 that could be the, uh, that could be the way it goes. So I, I, you know, I just can't say in terms of that, but looking back at the GBTC, it's sort of going sideways so i it's really tough it's uh, tough for me to see on this that we're going to see it move too much above about 49 it's at 47. if it pulls back from there it should get some support about 40 uh thousand so that's kind of what i'm seeing with with bitcoin right now all right uh here's the question thank you i bought 10 calls for palantir <laughs> after seeing your 10 cap, okay, okay, well, that's pretty risky, <laughs> but I think you might, I think you might be able to do something with that, um, you know, that's interesting, I, you know, here's the thing, uh, it depends on when they expire, here's the thing, if you do get, uh, you know, of course, I don't know, what, you know what your strike prices are, but I think, uh, I think Palantir is probably headed higher, I, I, I really do, um, now, I could be all wet on this, you know, if this is, this is this and fortune this is this and tarot reading are essentially the same thing no actually we do use charts but you know it's 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 not it's not an exact science but this is in a good this is in a cup with handle uh with buy point it's above the buy point so i think it's probably going to go higher i I know the question is how long uh is is you know how long is it going to be but it probably is going to go higher. So I, I wish you very, very good luck. And I hope if you, by the way, if you could help, if you could help me, if you, if you are successful, please, please write in and tell you your experiences because I always try to, you know, uh, validate, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to validate things if, if you're, if you're successful. Oh, uh, here we go. So oh, thank you. Okay. So let's go to the next one and there we go. And thanks for looking at me, by the way. Oh, I want I want to do this because this is important. Could you please subscribe to me on, on, um, on YouTube? It really helps me out. I know that I, I know everyone else and their brother says so subscribe, subscribe, but please like, and subscribe, please like, and subscribe, please like, yeah, whatever. Um, anyways, thank you very much. Um, what do you know about energy stocks like BP, TTE, and Chevron? Okay, well, these, okay, there's, there's, there's different kinds of energy stocks. I want to be very clear on that. Chevron CV um, is an integrated company. It's more like a retail company, uh, even though they do exploration and they do exploration projection and all that, but they're more like a retail company because they have stores and all that. Um, they're, they're less like an E and P company. Um, so, you know, saying that let's kind of look to see where the energy companies are, are, are right now in terms of the groups. And And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to, look at kind of, you know, the group rankings and, and see, you know, if we've got anything on the energy sectors that we need to be looking at currently the number one sector. And I know this is incredible. There's only 13 stocks in this is coal. Can you believe that coal, you know, you would have thought that, um, that would have been, you know, that, that would have been, um, a big deal, but, you know, (laughs) coal is the number one in, uh, uh, right now. Steel producers number three. I'm just trying to see where the oils are kind of coming out. We did have a bump on oil today. I believe it they've moved. They've dropped a lot actually from the beginning of the year, beginning of the year. They were absolutely the place to be was in the oil sector. It's now not quite as good. Let's see if we utilities. That's never when I never buys utilities. Uh, let's see now uh coming on down here and you know i would be a little bit careful right now and with some i'd really be a little bit careful with some of the oils right now they don't seem to be doing as well but let me look at denbury instead of um you look at denbury here really quickly yeah denbury research if you want to be in and they've fallen a lot the the enps have fallen they're now they were number one uh, and number two now the sector is 40 is 74 so it's been pulling back if you do want to get into one Denbury is pretty pretty darn good it's pulled above the 40day line but it's you know I think it, I think you got to be a little bit more cautious right now in the oils at least that's what I'm seeing so uh, I would be a little bit cautious with BP right now it just seems like you know whereas they were on fire at the beginning of the year I think it's a little bit more difficult. Right now, so yeah, some the way it is. All right, uh, let's look at C L N E. All right, C L N E, clean energy. Okay, this is the T Pickens Company. I remember this company. It's based here in Dallas, interestingly enough. Um, this this company is um, is a great idea in search of a market. I hate to say, really the most most the biggest market for. Uh, natural gas vehicles, unfortunately, is like trash trucks, municipal services, that kind of thing. Some of the ports have it. Uh, But, uh, you know, it's been falling. Now, here's one thing I will say about natural gas. I think this winter we're going to have a shortage of natural gas if you're interested in that. And I do think there's going to be a spike uh, in the winter because uh, especially in New England, especially if have a cold winter. But right now, I just cannot recommend clean energy, this, this, unfortunately, is not a good chart. It's, it's trading below the um, the 200-day line. And even though it does have a relative strength of 94, which I really like, it's still in decline. So I am a little bit leery of this. Alternative energy fuels, and this is sort of where natural gas lives, 119 out of 197. So I couldn't be – I can't give you – I don't want to give you any uh, false hope here, but I don't think CLNE, Clean Energy Fuels – Probably is a is a good investment right now. So I would just be careful with clean energy uh, right now. Paysafe, same problem. Uh, we we also have you know this this terribly sloping trend. We just don't want to buy trends like this going from high to low. So I would not recommend this one either. Ugh, I hate to be so negative, but yeah, none of those. I don't think you want either of those. Uh, let's like at okay, TMHC. And this is coming from. No, Taylor home. Oh, Taylor Morrison Homes. Okay, yeah, this is interesting. Yeah, this one might be good. The home builders have been getting lots of love as of late. The the primary one I think you want to look at is Lynn. That's Lenar. But Taylor Morrison is good. It's very, very good. This is a good company. It's pulled. uh, Looks like it's just pulled above. It's made the bounce. It's gone down. It's made its made its low. Looks like at 22.64. It's made its bounce off of its low here, the consolidation low, and then it's moving above the 200-day line. I like seeing that. It's having a little bit of trouble hanging on to this, but this one might not be so bad. Uh, relative strength of 44. They're pretty much selling everything they're building. 67 relative strength. So what do I think about this one? Well, I do think they had some good earnings. Let's look at their weekly chart. Okay, so their sales were up 13%. And their earnings were up 24%. The thing, the only thing that's going to limit a company like this, is is two things: the availability of of lots to build on, and that's a problem, and the metro areas that they're that they're building in. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think this is potentially a good um, a, a good stock. Uh, but I think that if I was looking in this particular area. And this this has definitely been improving this um, this this uh, residential building area. It's number forty five. I also want to I also want to point out. Let's look at forty five here. Uh, right there we go. This is residential building homes. I want to kind of look at the competitors to Taylor Morrison, uh, and that kind of gives you the idea. Okay, new homes NVR very very good com- company here. Lenar Lenar's the biggest one. Of course, Century Communities, Lenar. This is really probably the ones you want to be in. Here's the thing. I think you want to be in the leaders, and Lennar is definitely in that category. So let's kind of look at the Class B Lenar stock. Yeah, it's right above the buy zone. So I think for the set of Taylor Morrison, you probably want to look at Lenar. L-E-N is the symbol for that one. And it's a little bit stronger relative strength. I think this one, this is the biggest home builder right now in the United States. The other one, of course, is Century Communities, uh, CCI. They're also very good. Um, it's not that I just like Taylor Morrison, but I'm like, I think you should always try to get exposure to the best, um, uh, to, to, the, to the best, uh, um, stock in the industry. And I think currently, uh, with, with that, it's going to be, oops, that's going to be, that, that's going to be Lenar for the home builders. All right. I think we have about two more questions left to go. Uh, I will, t- <laughs> thank you, man. Hopefully I will tag you in TikTok. Sir, um, so hopefully we have a good result on your calls on your account, on your uh, on your uh, on your um, um, calls on Palantir. So I'm glad you saw that, by the way. Um, okay, uh, Builder looks attractive. Any views on building materials companies. Well, I'm currently in one. Uh, the one I'm in currently on building materials is T R E X, and this is the plastic lumber company. It was down a little bit today, but I think this is a good company. It's right at a buy point. Uh, as you can see, uh, tracks. This one might be of interest. There is a 111.04 buy point on this one. Um, this is one I do like. So that's one currently that I am in. All right. Uh, life storage. Let's look at this one from Mr. Jeet LSI. All right. Let's look at LSI. LSI. And that's life storage. Look at that. Wow. A, a read. Okay. Okay, so this is, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people are liking those REITs right now. That's for sure. Look at this. It, it's absolutely steady. It, just, there's, it doesn't even form a base. It just keeps on going up. So this is, okay, so this is self-storage. Okay, so this is, this is interesting. Um, not an area, you know, REITs are an interesting area. There are some very good REITs. Another one you might want to look at is called ELS. And, of course, that is Equity Lifestyles. This is a Sam Zell. He was one of the, um, the companies. This is the one I think you uh, unfortunately this is extended. This is, I think, you want the one you really wanted to buy, though. It's equity lifestyles. So uh this this is a very, very good one. Unfortunately, it's way above its buy point. 6060 60, um 6851 is the buy point in this one. This interestingly enough is a REIT of trailer parks. And by the way, they're the most profitable business in real estate. So very interesting there as well. <sighs> okay oh there it is uh is the one okay so let's look at e-t-h-e-e-t-h-e E-T-H-E. okay this is the ethereum uh etf i believe e-t-h-m is that right e-t-h-e excuse me for, oh Grayscale ethereum okay very good thank you for this thank you very very much for this i'm going to start including this more thank you for bringing this up yeah this is not a bad chart uh this is not a bad chart of course you know, it came out, it moved up, and now it looks like it's moving higher. So look at this, relative strength at 97. We have buying activity going on here. Wow, this is this is a really good one. I definitely like this. Uh, it's a bulletin board. This is kind of really small. So I typically don't trade these just because it's really too it's too small of a cap for me. You know, the, the GBTC is is big enough cap. This one is not enough cap for me currently. It's just It's just not big enough stock. mean obviously it's not a stock it's an etf very very interesting but thank you for bringing this to my attention well we have gone an entire hour and i really appreciate everyone stopping by uh taking a look at what we have by the way if you want to get on our action trailer it's super duper easy to do of course and all you have to do is go to www.dallastradingfloor.com so that's all uh and just need a first and last name and an email address and we'll get you right on that. We have some nice stuff. We we uh uh we shared, I think yesterday we shared um a list of, of top rated stocks under ten dollars. I think anybody a lot of people got some good value out of that. Uh I don't know exactly what I'll be I don't think I'll be coming out with anything today, but I probably will be coming out with a with a watch list and possibly a ready list. Uh probably on Wednesday, we'll have a ready list of stocks that are ready to buy. Uh, you know, they're kind of, you kind of want to put them in your charting software so that you can put alerts on them uh, to get ready to buy them. So we'll probably be doing that on Wednesday, but you got to be on the list and that's at www Dallas trading floor. So I will be back tomorrow at the same time. I think I have maybe one last question. So let's see. Thank you very much. Tycoon. Appreciate it. Um, I will be back tomorrow at about uh, two two forty, uh, if everything holds and um Everybody, uh, do sign up for the free action trailer. It's www. Dallas trading Floor. And of course, uh, also uh, if you're watching us on uh, YouTube, really appreciate it. if you hit that like button and possibly subscribe. That would be great. Really helps. Uh, really helps keeps this show on the air. So until tomorrow, thanks again, and uh, uh, happy trading.